All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Common Man Bets podcast. This is our 18th episode, I think. Um, with you, you got Zach, we got Lance Slots, we got Sammy, and we've got John Reed. What a NCAA tournament it was. I can't even say any, like, it was probably the most exciting to the most boring ending tournament that I've ever seen in my life. How, how so, Zach? Explain your reasoning. Let's hear, your, let's hear your thoughts. Because you had everybody was beating everybody, and it was really exciting. And then what was the final four? Duke, UNC, Kansas, and Villanova. That might be the oh. most boring final four of all time. It's, it's, the, it's the Blue Bloods. We talked about it. Yeah, but yeah. Blue I, is literally the Blue Blood Invitational. That's what I like to call it. The Blue Blood Invitational and – Hot take, most electric final four in the past five, six years, my opinion. That's just my opinion, though. It was a pretty good final four. I mean, UNC upset at Duke, which is always a good feeling when Duke loses. Um, but you also had uh, Kansas beating Villanova, which everyone saw. But, you know, the national championship game, I think it lived up it, its it was, expectations. The game itself was exciting. So, I don't want to – okay, let me reverse a little bit. Okay. It was exciting, but like the team names were not exciting. That okay. bored me a little bit. Okay. Because I hate all of them. You hate all of them. Who do you want to win, Zach? I want, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel very unsatisfied. I feel like I just went to a $40 a plate restaurant and came out thinking it was a five out of 10. That's how I'm at. Like it was I, fun. I think that. Carolina, I think Carolina was lacking respect all year, to be honest. And now hindsight's twenty twenty, but if you look at their team, and by team I mean the five guys that play thirty eight minutes because they don't play anybody else, those guys are good. I mean they mm-hmm. like if you would have if you would have told me on February eighteenth when they lost. Uh, against Pittsburgh, who was just horrific this year, that this team would make the national championship and have, I think ESPN had it at a 30% chance for them to win this national championship game. I would have been like, dude, that is impossible. But credit to Hubert Davis, credit to Carolina for figuring it out. I mean, they always had the talent, but, man, they put it together. And did they play hard? Like, they – I really do not like North Carolina basketball, but my God, do they play. This team played freaking hard and just grinded. Like, that is one of the more impressive runs uh, to a national championship game, going through Baylor, um, like living up to the – or not getting distracted by the hype in the Duke game, taking care of business. I mean, that like that is one of the more impressive runs that I've seen as a North Carolina hater, you could say. Um, that respect to Carolina, really, honestly, that is I tell you what, big. They were a absolutely scrappy team. And uh, Armando Baycott, yeah, Bangkok, I absolutely love him. Huge fan now, man. Yeah, he plays with his head down, hard nosed basketball. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just loved watching him. Respect. But, yeah, you got to respect the kid. But how about him rolling his ankle? Did you guys see the floor? Uh, what was going on? Yeah. It, 
He rolled it what's twice. What's the deal with that? Well, he, he hurt his ankle in the game in the dude. Yeah, he rolled it at was the, the end. Same, was it the same ankle? Correct. Yes, it was. Well, <laughs> I mean, not that we would know this by any means, not to attach ourselves to anything here, but if you roll your ankle, what's going to happen? If you play the next game, you're, you're liable to, you know, a re-injury. But I don't think the court had anything to do with it. Shoot me. I don't care, but – I think uh, well, I heard rumors that the court's designed to move like that. I've never yeah, seen a floorboard is. move like that before, it, ever. It, it's not like the court, like, depressed down a couple inches. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it slid a little bit. I, it Now, him having a previous injury there and the court sliding a little bit in combination – yeah, that's that's a safety concern for sure. I think that needs to be addressed moving forward. But so um, just like, I've, I've gone back and forth on it watching the video. I've watched it probably a hundred times. I don't think I've actually watched the video. But yeah, uh, is it just like um, just like uh, the flooring wasn't stuck to the ground very well? I mean, you could see the lights. Now, if the, if like you could see with the lights reflecting on the floor, you could see the floor like. Like buckle, I mean, it's – I wouldn't even say it's an inch. It's centimeters. The, the floor buckles a little bit. And he turns his ankle like – in my opinion, I don't think the floor had anything to do with that. That might be an unpopular opinion, but All right, that's I'm just watching, my thoughts. I'm watching it right now. I mean, yeah, I think he – I mean, the previous injury obviously was probably he, the main reason it. it happened. I agree, but – I just never seen anything like that before that obvious on camera. I would like to get technical, but I want to expose myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those things. A lot of people don't like these types of floors to begin with because they're the floors that sit on like a stage and like a podium because everyone everyone hates the elevated because everyone sits low to the ground and it's for, for everyone viewing that it's not like you're kind of looking funneled down and it kind of gives it a more kind of like uplifting floor. But um, at the end of the day, it's – I don't like the design, but that's what every, the, the cool design is, is that, every, like, the media and everyone are sitting low looking right at the action. That's how they get the cameras real low for the shots of, you know, them running up and down the courts near the rim and all that good stuff. But, right, I mean, and, you, and you have to with the stadium they play in. You yeah. have to elevate it because how the seats are. They're playing in, they're playing in a football stadium, weren't they? Yeah, sold out. So, yeah. Sold out. Which is ridiculous to watch a basketball game in a football stadium. That's just the new suit, not the Superdome, but the new whatever they call that. uh, Caesar Sportsbook Arena, I think is what it's called. It wasn't, yeah, the new, the new, uh, new Superdome, formerly known as the Superdome. Wait, did they play at the Superdome? No, it's the new Superdome. I was going to say, I think they took the Superdome down and built it. Correct. It's called like Caesar Superdome Sports Arena or something like that. But Caesar Sportsbook owns it. No free shout out, Caesar. Um, what is this? What's going on? With the, oh, sorry, boys, my TV was acting up. But listen, you talk about a shitty time to play a national championship game. You don't tip off till nine thirty. That's the only bone I have to pick with the NCAA. Is on a Monday night, you're not tipping till nine thirty. It always happens. I know that's that's unbelievable. Way it's it the is. worst thing in sports. It's literally the worst. I mean, it, it's 
as far as programming and all that goes, I would say the national uh, men's basketball national championship is the worst. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah, but I mean, 100%. The worst. I think the football is pretty bad too because it tips usually at like eight or nine and it's yeah. way longer. Dude, yeah, college football thing. last, that's not over till one thirty. Same thing, yeah. They they did do it right this year. I think they did um, – it was at either six or seven this year. So, they did move it up. Super Bowl was moved up again because Super Bowl was usually pretty late. They moved theirs up, so which is pretty good. Um, you know, hats off to them. But, you know, what a comeback. What a comeback of the ages for the Jayhawks. I mean, we said at the it, beginning on this podcast, I mean, we're firm Jayhawk believers here. I mean, yeah, I think we all at one point echoed that. We were all behind the Jayhawks. But, I need a quick – we got to give a quick shout-out here to yeah. our uh, Instagram days. Instagram leader, <laughs> yeah. uh, Lance Watts. And the Lance stories Watts. over the last couple weeks from, like, the Elite Eight, Sweet 16 on and were fire. And the boys were hot. We had one guy every, every like, set Ooh. of games that was <laughs> hitting, like, two, three picks. Yeah. We, like, we did we some damage. Hot. We did some damage there in the late rounds, so – Shout out to the to the common man uh, contingent there. When we got to also shout out Safety Jake as well. Safety, Safety Jake. Jake. Safety Jake with the finals. Oh. He had Carolina, he had Kansas, and he had Kansas winning. To pick your national title with the winner, I mean, that is very impressive. With an eight seed in the championship, it's – I mean, it's unheard of. Impressive. For sure. He would have won yeah. just about any bracket he entered with that, yeah. any bracket league. I mean, I, you come away after this tournament, and I feel satisfied, if that makes sense. I don't know how you guys feel. Oh, but. that's – well, I mean, you're just completely going against what I just said. But, you know, that's okay. <laughs> well, satisfied. Okay. I think this was a great tournament, like one of my favorite tournaments of all time. I'm satisfied. I think um, the first, like, three rounds were really exciting. I think you had, you had everything. You had the upsets. You had the St. Peter's. You had the – um, like the, I mean, every game seemed like it was really close, minus like the yeah. the crazy like one sixteen stuff. But even even some of those games were a lot closer than they probably should have been. So yeah, Georgia, yeah, Georgia State uh, played a tough one against Gonzaga at the at the start, and that was about mm-hmm. the closest one. Um, but the uh, Common Man podcast, as everyone knows, Safety Jake won it. I'll do the top ten right here. Cause shout out to the top ten. Uh, fade me softly uh, in second place. Twelve E May and coming in third. Dose money coming in fourth. S J Alloy four coming in five. Penguin somehow made the top ten. Um, shout out Penguin because he had Kentucky winning it all and somehow became came back and made sixth place. Sixth place. Machine seven. O G Common Man eight. Brook Grove sixteen nine and finishing up the top ten. Lack of T. A lot of That's a lot it. of. Friends of the program and program participants there. You had me and Sam. I got second. You had Sammy. Sammy, what'd you get? Third? I think fourth, third fourth. Sammy fifth. fourth, fifth. Um uh you had lack of tea, Ross. Uh shout yeah. out to town. He he was in the top ten. Um then you had Jake and then uh the common man himself, uh the red rider there. You had a good performance. Thing kind of fell off at the end, but Arizona, Arizona man, I was I was leading the charge with Arizona. Good, good, good performance there out of the fellas. You Let's know, see, to be proud of. Let's see where our our leader came in. Let's find old Benzer. Benzer came in 
thirtieth place. Not okay. your not last though, baby. Not last. Last place does go out to Bobby Lee Swagger. Shout, shout out, out. Bo- shout out another Lewistown faithful. <laughs> you know, no, free, no, no free shout outs. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty uh, it's pretty good. It was it was a good uh it was I good. Think, I, I think it. I think it was a good overall camaraderie and as a whole of all of everyone buying in sports yeah. betting and just being just like in it because I've never been in like a March Madness as I was like this year. This is the first one I was like fully invested to. Good. It was good. So Zach, take your opinion and shove it. Maybe that's why I, I hated it so much was because I was doing so bad. That honestly could be it. I, like, I love – I will say every game was close, and it was – I think every single team that I hated won. So that might – like, I hate Michigan. They won. I hate um, that Wisconsin lost. I don't like Duke and UNC. I think I just picked wrong and then flew with all the games that I hated. So – yeah. It's unbelievable. It's what tough. Time. It's tough. But um, so, uh, I mean, with that being said, boys, it's Masters Week. <laughs> I mean, it's Masters Week. An opening hey. day. An opening day tomorrow. I mean, this is this is just this is prime time sports. Zach, I'll let you take it away. Let's go from there. So, well, let's just go straight into the Masters. Let's go some golf picks. I'm not a golf guy, so I'm going to leave you guys with the golf stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll kind of go into maybe some baseball stuff after that. I don't really have much for baseball. Going to get more into that probably next week. But let's go into some golf. Let's talk some golf. You see this? What color is this? This is freaking red. Go ahead and put your Sunday reds. We're wearing red all week. We read all week, all, all week till Sunday. The Tiger is back. The big cat is going out on the course tomorrow. I couldn't be more excited. Masters are going to be electric. If you've been keeping up with it, I mean, the whole crowd said, screw the other field. We just want to go see Tiger play. The, his crowd on 18 versus with Fred Couples and, and JT teeing off, electric. Just seeing that tight fairway going in the 18th green, it's, you can't beat it. John Reed's going to go to his fridge after this podcast and he's going to pull out a Tiger Gatorade from like 10 years ago. (laughs) Just keep it. I've been waiting for this moment. Gatorade Tiger was absolutely electric. Loved the green Gatorade Tiger. I loved it. Yep. The lemon lime. Yep. It was absolutely unmatched. 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 Well, I got a couple golf picks. Um, I got a a couple winners. Uh, Just 50 cent bets out there because, you know, I listened to some um, statistics out there and, you know, there's one guy like he talked about, you know, top 10 finishes, you know, longest ball striking, less like two putts on the green, all this stuff. And he had five winners that he had, you know, one being Scotty Scheffler, one being John Marone, one being Patrick Cantley, one being uh, Tyrell Hatton. And the other one, I can't think of it, but I'm pretty sure it was Colin Morikawa being those five picks uh, were the most likely statistic wise coming into the masters that, you know, I have one played here, played this well course, along with, you know, how they've done so far to this season and then past, you know, and but Scotty Scheffler kind of ends up at the back end because of uh, him coming off another victory. You know, it's hard to just keep on just racking up wins like back to back to back. But I have a couple winners. I have Terrell Hatton. I'm going to ride it, 50 cents. I got Paul Casey. I got Louis Oosing. Us- 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 Is that how you pronounce it? Oostazen. Ustazen. So, Louie played here last year, had a unbelievable – he played amazing in all of his um, – in the um, – whatchamacallit, uh, 
Oh, what's the word I can't think of it? Um, what's the majors? The open? The um, the majors? Yeah, the majors. Yeah, he he dominated all of his majors last year. I'm Ryan Louie again. Patrick Cantley because I just think he'll have good. And I have Sam Burns, and then I have two more, and that would be Tommy Fleetwood and Mr. Tiger Woods. You cannot bet on Tiger Woods and winning the Masters. You just got it. You know, will it hit? <laughs> Never. You know, I don't think he'll win another Masters for at least five more years. And but that's just going to be that's just how it's going to be from now on. But I will always bet on him. Okay. Um. So I got a little theme with my picks here at the Masters. Um. I'll start with this. Uh, Cam Smith, the dingo, um, out of uh, Australia. I love Cam Smith. I think he's going to top ten. He's plus one fifty to top ten. I think that's you know not great odds, but I think Cam Smith top 10, that's a, is a pretty secure bet, a guy to root for. He's a good guy. He's super sharp around the greens. He's stoic. He can handle the noise. Um, another theme here, I got Adam Scott, the South African, former winner at the, at the Masters. I got Adam him Scott. top 10. Adam Scott, top 10, uh, plus 450. Putting is always an issue but a guy that's not going to get rattled by um, the crowds. He's won before. I think that's a safe pick. Top 10, Adam Scott. He'll slowly creep all weekend, not too high, not too low. And then here's a, here's a nice pick right here. Kevin Kisner, top 10. I wouldn't be afraid to throw it on him to win. Um, he's, the Kiz. He's, so Kiz is not long off the tee, and they keep moving the tees back, which I think really hurts him. He's not a long player. He only hits it 285, 290. But the dude, I mean, honestly, he just doesn't give a shit. So I think that plays in his favor. Former Georgia Bulldog Kevin Kisner, he's played the he's played Augusta tons of times. Top 10 plus 900. That's not a bad bet. And then sticking with the Georgia Bulldogs here, Sepp Straka. Okay. Not a lot of people know who this guy is. Former Georgia Bulldog, again, has played Augusta a million times. Probably not a million times. But <laughs> Sepp Straka is plus 25,000 to win. Or uh, might be – hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I have it written down as plus 25,000, but I don't believe that. Might be – it... I'm telling – it's plus 25,000 odds, okay? If you would put like $10 on there, you would win – a ridiculous amount of money. The guy lot. can play. He's competed all year. He's he's played against some of the best. He's matched up against some of the best. Former Georgia Bulldog again, plus twenty five thousand. Don't be afraid to throw it on him as your winner. I'm picking him as my winner. And then I got some revenge picks, vengeance picks here. Matt Fitzpatrick to miss the cut plus two seventy five. Oh. Okay. He's been working. I like Matt Fitzpatrick. I want to put that out there first and foremost. But the kid, he struggles at the Masters. He always gets put into tough groups. I'm taking him to miss the cut plus 275. And then here's a kicker. Justin Thomas to miss the cut plus 450. I want him crying on Friday. <laughs> Friday morning after about six, seven holes, whenever he's six over, I want him bawling his eyes out at Augusta because he's – He's he's sad that daddy's not happy, you know, a titleist kid. 
his dad was a is is a club pro and he played with Tiger. I said this last week on the podcast. He skipped out to go down there, hang out with Tiger, and do the practice round. He's all about the hype. He's going to have an emotional breakdown. Plus 450, Justin Thomas does not make the cut. Oh, you love it. You love it. Um, Sammy, who do you like in the match? I know you said you didn't have anything before you I got. I got just about nothing. I was going to say, me and Zach, we got to at least pick a couple guys here. Me and Zach aren't golf guys, really. I mean, we like golf, but we're not we're not too uh we don't follow it too much. Yeah, I'll look right now who's in the Masters and I'll go blind look at who I, I like that. I do uh, have so I have one guy I do like top twenty, Will Z- Zaltoris. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Will Zaltoris. Yeah. I've seen him play. He's got the mall skinny guy with the mullet, right? Willie Z. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, I know he's a good golfer. I don't really know much about him, but I just love I love the common man vibes I get from that guy. Willie Z. He gives me strong common man vibes. So I'm going to ride him top 20. Okay. Top 20. Okay. Okay. I got to, I got to give you guys a winner. So for my winner, I'm going to go with, you know what? I'm not going to go a person. I'm going to go nationality props. Give me a European winner. Oh, I like that. Plus 185 European winner. I like that. I absolutely love that pick, Sammy. I love it. I like that. I, that I think that's great value. I don't like I said, don't know much, but I there's a lot of Europeans out there. There you know is that? a lot. I mean right, my last pick. You can't watch this Masters this year without betting on Tiger Woods. I'm gonna bet on Tiger Woods to make the cut at plus one oh five, just so I can yell at the TV tomorrow. Love to see it. And those are my picks. That's all I got. Zach, what do you got? So I'm just looking at this right now and bear with me here. I have no idea who these people, I know who this one guy is. And I think, I mean, it's been St. Patty's day. I think he's got luck of the Irish. I think he's working off the, uh, the St. Patty's day hangover going Patrick Harrington. Oh, okay. Okay. He's working off the, uh, the old, the old uh, St. Paddy's Day hearing or the St. Paddy's Day uh, hangover, and then right here we're going Mike Weir. <laughs> Mike <laughs> Weir, but here's oh, no. Mike Weir just won the uh, the par three contest. He shared he shared a uh, a championship today. You know why? It's because it's maple syrup season, baby. He's Canadian, no. feeling the juices flow. <laughs> There's I, a reason. There's a reason he won the par three contest. It's because he can't <laughs> hit the ball more than 250 yards off. <laughs> but I mean, if he hole in ones every single par three, then I think he's good. All right. So, I go. mean, I would agree. I team. agree with that. There you go. I was best yet. Yeah. Right. Safety Jake, everybody, give a round of applause for Safety the Jake, the champion, common man champion. We're talking about golf, Safety Jake. Uh, will there be any safeties in the Masters this year? I've thought it over all day. There will not be any safeties. All right. There you go. No safeties in the Masters 2022. Uh, I got to, I want to get Evan's thoughts here. I got, I got two more picks. I have Harry Higgs to make the cut. His first Masters. I love Harry Higgs. Uh, You can get it on good odds on FanDuel. DraftKings didn't have it here for me. And then I have um, big money out there for Tiger Woods to get less than a bogey through his first three holes uh, tomorrow. But 
Harry Higgs, huge common man vibes there with making the cut. Um, Love Harry Higgs. Guns, I like that. And, yeah, uh, he, he psyched Tiger, up. Tiger, not to make a bogey, I think you're you're safe there. That's a good bet. What is your name, Caitlin? <laughs> and then – worry, but it has to do with Big Yell and uh, Tuba, you know. No, no free shout outs. No but, free shout outs, by the way. All right. I got, I got, I want you, I want your reaction on two picks here and then we'll go into uh, our uh, baseball talk. But what do you think of always, a, always a bridesmaid bet, Louis Ustin uh, or Tony Fields to win the Masters and then Hideki or Dustin Johnson to run it back at the Masters? What do you think? Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Tony, Louie, always finishing runner-up. Or do you think Hideki or DJ will try to run it back? Oh, did we, lo- did we lose Evan there for a second? I'm lagging. What do we got? Can oh, we got – oh, I can hear you now. I'm lagging. I said oh, – I, oh, I hear it. All right. Oh, there he is. There he is. Always a bridesmaid, Louis or Tony uh, Finau to win the Masters, or okay. or do you like Hideki or DJ to win the Masters to run it back? Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Or do you think a past champion in these past two years wins it? I'd say out of any of them, I would say Louis Oosthuizen. I mean, the dude is absolutely nails, and the only. The, the only thing – I haven't looked at the weather, and that's one thing we need to take a look at. It was raining. If the, weather, if the weather gets questionable, I would say Louis Oosthuizen is a very solid pick there. So, there we go. There I would have put you there, yeah. All right. Boys, it's been a long-awaited MLB season. You guys take it away here. God, I'm so excited. You have no idea. But I have to wait an extra day because stupid Minnesota weather – the uh, it's gonna snow tomorrow, so they had to push back the day, opening day to Friday. Don't you guys have a dome? No, we're no, no, no they don't. We're, I thought the twins had the dome. No, they don't. Yeah, they used to, but then the roof collapped, and then that was all. That's thing. what it was. Yeah, but no, we have it's actually the same place where the Winter Classic was held this year, Target Field. Yep, Target Field. Good stuff, but I mean, I think. I don't know how you feel about it, Sammy, but I'm excited about it this year. I think this – it's going to be – I think the National League is going to be kind of crazy as far as there'll be some really good teams and some really bad teams. But I think the American League is going to be pretty pretty even throughout. You know what, Zach? I am excited about baseball being back. But as an unfortunate Pittsburgh Pirates fan, you don't have a whole <laughs> lot to look – you don't have a whole lot to look forward to. I mean, I've been pulling for the Buckos since I was born. And we had, what, we had 2015, 16, 17, we had a little push there. Yep. Other well, than now that, you're, other than uh, that, I've been let down. Your favorite uh, pitcher, Chris Archer, is uh, now a twin. So. Chris Archer kind of sucked, I'll be honest. He was not that good. He's really bad. No. But, no, but. no, he was not good. But, no, I think uh, – the Pirates would be under that line of being good in the National League. I think yeah. they've got a couple more years, but hopefully they can turn something around. I mean, they have to. Well, I mean, look at the salary caps, dude. I saw some stat. I think 
compared to like the Dodgers and the Yankees, I want to say we're like we're paying our salary like it's like thirty four million. Does that sound right? Yeah, thirty four million for the Pirates compared to the Yankees. That's like two hundred and fifty million or three hundred million. Like it's not like you're not even trying to compete. No, like we're we're not even trying to compete this year, which we haven't been for the last few years. But yeah, I think I think I guess this is I don't know. I think once you kind of hit that like 150, uh, 175, don't quote me on this, but I think that's kind of when you get to your big, big market teams. Yeah, that's the sweet spot. They're kind of in that like 115 to 160 mil. And that's your team that that's your teams that ultimately end up competing when you hit yep. that 125, yeah. 150, 175 and above. Uh, those are your teams that compete year in, year out, if you look at the stats. But uh, mm-hmm. so I got a little opening day parlay tomorrow. Oh baby, let's hear uh, it. Let's hear it. I think I stated previously I'm sticking with the Braves. I think the Braves are gonna be my team this year. Like Sammy said, been a lifelong Pirates fan, but that hope uh was was i mean it was lost six months six months ago really you just need a break a year hiatus and then you're good right Right. so i'm I'm on my braves tomorrow you know oh hang on is this is this part of your parlay the braves or is this just a straight pick no this is part of parlay braves money line I'm going to go Mets money line. I think the Mets got a lot of talent. I think they start hot and then things fizzle as per usual. Um, so I'm Braves, Mets money line, and then I'm going Cardinals money line against our Pirates. So that's plus 295 opening day heat. Um, what, wait, what was the second team? Braves, uh, New York Mets. Gotcha. And your St. Louis Cardinals against the Pirates on opening day. I believe the, the Cardinals are at home. Um, that is correct. So that's plus 295. Um, so that's what I'm sticking with. I will add, though, that I'm currently banned from DraftKings uh, upon further notice. So I will not be betting on the Masters, will not be betting on opening day. Um, so basically, I'm on suicide watch here for the next couple of days until this gets sifted out. So, just just wanted to throw that out there. Good, good. Lost out. So I've got a couple picks for you. I'm gonna fade you. So I'm gonna do all money line picks as well. Um, I don't trust. I don't like the baseball one and a half lines. I hate those. I think those are super dumb. Um, but I'm gonna go with the Angels with uh, Otani on the mound, minus one thirty. And then I'm love going to fade yeah. you, and I'm going to hit the Nats money line. Okay. Um, I think I think the Mets, this is my – I have no idea if this is going to happen, but I think they're a little hype, a little hype right now. I think they're going to come off slow and then uh, start picking it up kind of towards maybe May and June. And then I'm going to hit the Cleveland Guardians for an opening day win um, against – I think it's the Royals, um, Shane Bieber against Zach Granke. I think I'm going with Bieber. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. uh, Those are my picks there. Okay. Okay. I honestly, I haven't really looked, but I will give you one pick tomorrow. I know I had a lot of negative to say about the pirates, but the Pittsburgh pirates on opening day, early in the year, even though we, we suck, we suck. We'll end up well below 500. We win early and I don't know what it is, but they always start hot. 
You were exactly right. So and I you- think I, I'm going to fade Lance here. I'm sorry. I'm going to go Pirates money line tomorrow. I think JT Brubaker tomorrow. I love the kid. He's got some pop. He's got some nasty stuff. I think he gets the job done in uh, St. Louis, and I think they come away with a win in the home or the the season opener. I love it. I mean, you were yep. spot on. You were spot on that the Pirates win early. They always do. They, they always give you that false hope. They always give you a little bit. You're spot on. Yep. But that's all. I had, honestly I haven't looked at anything else. But we'll yeah. keep updated. Maybe post on the story or something. I think I'm going to try to do go really hard this year on baseball and like try to keep a bunch of stats and do all that kind of stuff. But I have, I'm not there yet. Not there yet. But I think those, those are my picks and those are everyone's picks. John Reed, you got, you got a shot in the dark. You know, growing up as a Red Sox faithful, you know, there was like a couple of years out of there that I just kind of fell off from watching the baseball. I was the, I was the kid that always grew up watching the Big Poppy, the Dusty Pejoria, the Jacoby Ellsbury's, the Johnny Damon's, the Kevin Euclid's, you know. Jonathan Papelbaum has been your fucking closure. Oh, sorry for cursing. But still, that's the Red Sox team that I always loved and watched. I just kind of fell off with it. Uh, Alex Carrera is a hell of a manager. I mean, there's a reason why they kicked him out for a year and then basically brought him back on. You know, I, read, I know the Red Sox, I don't think they play tomorrow but I know they start out on Friday against the Yankees and I think they will win the series. I think they'll, I think they'll win the series two one, but for tomorrow, I'm going to ride Sammy with the Pittsburgh pirates. Give me the, pirates money, give me the pirates money line, you know, love the stadium, amazing views. Shout out Quaker steak wings, fantastic fire wings at the ballpark. Give me the bucks tomorrow. Let's go box. Raise it. Okay. Raise it. I might throw in in a little Pirates money line, do a little party bet. Party bet. Everyone's doing it. Mine as well, right? Party bet against – Yeah, Evan can't even bet his parlay, so it's not even like we're betting against him. Yeah. Yeah, We're just baiting him in theory, which I feel like is pretty good because he always loses one leg. So, hopefully that's the one leg. I think you guys might be on to something there. Good luck. (laughs) All right. Does anybody have any other closing thoughts for, uh, for the pod? Uh, shout out W baseball for kicking the dog snot out of uh, Marshall day, 17 to eight. Hope you bet the over. That's tough. Shout okay. out WVU basketball for securing their first transfer out of South Carolina, the Gamecocks. I don't know his name. Reed, what's his name? Eric, Eric something. His, he spells yep. it weird, but yep. it, my first thoughts, he's a shorter, uh, shorter, skinnier, better shooter than Nathan Adrian. So might yeah. might get another Nathan Adrian, just a little bit shorter, but can actually shoot the ball. All right. All right. Well, that'll do us for uh, the old Common Man Bets podcast number episode 18. We're getting up there. Um, and as always, happy betting, good luck, and then we'll see you next week. Hello, so, Tiger. Hello, friends. It's Masters Week, boys. <laughs> <laughs>